so glad you could join us for mornings at YCVC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with him. So let's get into the word. Thank you. Wow. Good day, everyone. Nice to be back with you this morning. Thank you for the warm welcome I received last week and this week and all the help that you've given me along the way. And we'll see what mess I can make. Oh, sorry. We'll see what I can do with that this morning. Now, can we turn to the person on your right, if possible? And give them a wonderful, warm welcome and greeting like you've done to each other since I walked in this door today. So can you do that, please, to the person on your right? Okay. This is a very brief greeting at the start of this service. Very, very brief indeed. But thank you. Could you please sit down? And now I would like you to do something quite different for me this morning. I would like you to pretend that you are avoiding the person on your left. I would like you to pretend this morning that you are superior to the person on your left. I am inviting you this morning to feel as though you are having the door closed on you by someone and you are closing the door on that person who's come to your door this morning. And I would like to ask you, how do you feel? What's the difference between those two things? You don't feel good about the other, the, one of them. No, you don't. Okay, today I want to talk about shalom in terms of greeting and in terms of farewelling. It's a strange topic and you would think that it's not worth talking about because as I do... You pass over these things in the scripture without even thinking about what they're actually implying to you. And I want to explore that today. And I've used the concept of, we'll go to our next slide, um, to, uh, to being at a wedding reception. To being, to being at a table at a wedding reception. Your name, your place tag in a table. In a wedding reception. And the place tag in the table that I want to talk to you about today is this greeting farewelling table. And I'm doing this in the context of the, the, the understanding of shalom. And shalom is important because, as one of the commentators says, and I said last week, the essence of the gospel is expressed in this term. Our reconciliation with God and our relationship with each other in the world. Shalom is part of who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Shalom, as I said last week, next, have I got the, got the slides here? I, sorry if I'm a bit distracted here. Um, uh, is, is about uh, completeness and soundness. If something is complete and sound, it's at rest. It's at peace within itself. We want to be people who are at peace within ourselves because of who we are in the Lord Jesus. And that word is then used in various contexts that we talked about. Uh, some of it to, to do with, with harmony with God, 
Some of it to do with harmony in relationships, which is part of what we're talking about today. Other parts of it is related to health and security and wholeness and wellness and prosperity of life. Other parts of it is to do with the victory that we pray for, plead for, for, for Ukraine, that they might come to that point of peace again in relationship with their neighbours and with the world. So it's used in these things. But as we define that today, we realise that this peace is something to be received. Hannah, you were beautiful this morning as you introduced those songs to us about receiving this gift of God that comes to us and says, please, here, take this from me. And we say, welcome. Or we say, no. And then I want to translate that down into how we live this peace in terms of our own lives. How we greet and farewell. How we express this life to other people. Another step back. Let's think about the New Testament and the way it operates in a New Testament letter in the way it operates and you'll see what I'm talking about. In a New Testament letter there is a greeting which we have read this morning followed by a prayer of thankfulness. Yes? This then flows over into teaching about God and the wonders of God and what he's doing in the world. Then that flows over and flips into what are you going to do about this in terms of your relationships, your, your, your marriages, your, your, your marriage singular. I've got, a, I've got four boys. I've got to be careful about using wives associated with my... Don't worry. I'm very sick, I can tell you. And it flows over into those relationships and how people are to act and respond. And then it ends with this greeting. So one says, come, at the start, you're welcome here. And the other says, go and get on with it. Right? So it's in those things, in what's happening in those things that I want to explore today. I want to explore the completeness, the wholeness, the harmony with God that comes because it comes from God. It comes through us. And then it flows over to affect other people. So we receive this gift of God, this peace of God, this shalom of God in which we live. That Jesus receives us and gives us peace. And then we invite others to share that peace. So we're going to apply this greeting farewell concept to how we live our lives as we enter in and then as we depart. The same thing is there in the departing. In, verse, in chapter 13 and verse 11, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. He's been talking about that previously. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in hatred. Disdain? No, live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. 
So peace is part of the blessing to others in the ways receiving others is, is a blessing. And we pass this peace on in a broader concept to the way in which we deal with people and live our lives. Let me explain. When we have this peace, we share a mutual Christian relationship, a relationship with Jesus that we have together in him. Pardon me. And as we welcome others and send others out, we seek in a prayerful sort of manner that this be passed, this peace be passed into their life and their relationships and their worlds as we go and live our lives for Jesus. Correct? So what happens if it's not a Christian that we're dealing with? It becomes another prayer and a slightly different sort of prayer then, doesn't it? When we welcome people into our lives who are not Christian, we open the table to them as they come and sit in this world in which we live in our office, in our home, at our school, at our sporty club, whatever it is that we're doing. We invite them to come and we open our arms towards them rather than say, no, nah, shut the door. We say, come in and come into this life that we live in Jesus. And then when we send them out from us, it's, it's with a prayer that this presence of the Lord Jesus might go out with them to, into the life in which they live, in which they might discover him and know him and see the reality of who he is. And so we, are, we have a sort of a mission, just, just in such simple mission that says you're welcome here. And as you go, may you be blessed by God as you go because he has peace for you. He wants you to be in a peace relationship with him, which I'll talk about next time. And he wants you to know that peace so you can be a blessing in your world where you are. Is that powerful when you think about it? It is to me. So, imagine being at peace with God and having the peace that surpasses the human understanding flow through your world. And I want to say to you that peacemakers don't only come in times of crisis. Yes, we need people who will fly overseas and try and deal with the difficulty between Russia and Ukraine or fly into the Pacific and try and hose down the, the aggression that we see uh, uh, of, of the nation, towards the nations. But we need people in everyday life, people like you and I, who will welcome others, who will help them deal with their hurt, it will bring the love of Jesus and allow that to shine into their hearts and lives. And maybe you're a person here this morning who, who have come and, and you're banging your head against a wall or 
you're saying, hey, where's... I'm really stressed. There's a peace that God has for you. And we want to welcome you into that and into the peace that Jesus offers you to help you deal with and help me deal with the stress and strain and difficulty of life by walking through life with him. Be thou my vision. Thank you. O Lord of my life. Let it flow in me. Let it flow through me to others. Okay. Now let's turn that into a scriptural example in what we see in Luke chapter 10. Did you notice after this he appointed the 72 others, they went, go out he says, get on with it, do, do, do this work of mission. And when you enter a house, verse 5, say peace. Well, hang on. Once you start on this track that I've started on, you keep on noticing this word peace popping up everywhere in all sorts of scriptures. So beware, I'm warning you, I'm sending you on a very dangerous mission to observe how the scripture uses peace in various contexts. And here, then, here it is again. Up it pops. Peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not... It will return to you. That's a strange saying. Stay there eating and drinking wherever you, whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is offered to you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But when you enter a town and are not welcome... Go into the streets and say, even the dust of your town we wipe from our feet as a warning. Be sure of this, the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it would be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Wow. Peace. It's disturbing peace though, isn't it? Yes, Jesus sends his disciples in mission activities from local town to local town. And the discipleship results in mission activity where this message of gospel, this message of peace, this message of hope is, de is declared in these towns. And when it's welcomed, great news. There are people ready to hear, ready to welcome, ready to receive the peace that God has in the Lord Jesus Christ. Can I make a note here? I have, a, I have a mate who was church secretary in my second church in the... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting old. Uh, in the early 80s, okay. Um, and uh, we're still friends with them to this day. And he is doing a course that's called the Bible Discovery Course, BDC. It's run out of Crossways in Melbourne where you sit down with people who are people of peace in your life. In other words, who are willing to welcome you and read the Bible with them and talk about Jesus. And they pick the name up from this text. But here, these people are there and this will bring a richness to the life and the relationship. But peace can be rejected 
There is no peace when some things happen. When the message of good news is preached and people say, no, I don't want anything to do with that, there isn't the hope of peace in that place. And this is expressed in this public ceremony of wiping the dust off your feet as they move on. So we need to come back, as I do, in understanding peace, that there are peacemakers and there are people who break peace, the peace breakers. And the breaking of peace in greeting and receiving and sending and farewelling can occur in that context just like it can in any other context. You don't want it? You can say no. So it's possible to reject it. It's possible that you don't want to receive it. That other people don't want to receive it. That they want to act in ways that are contrary to peace. And of course that's going to create havoc in people's lives. Because they're not moving into the blessing that God has for us. They are resisting the blessing that God has for us. And when we do it, we do the same. So can I encourage you today to be a peacemaker? Both as you receive people and as you send them from your presence. It looks so simple to shake hands and say, have a good day. Or shake hands and say, hi, you're welcome here. But underneath that is a heart spirit that values the person, that honours the occasion that God has given us because we want our lives to be led by the Spirit of God in each of those occasions and who he brings to our table or to our street or to our church. And then when we bless people and give, offer them a handshake of farewell, it's not just a get out, go and do it. It's a may God be in your going and fill your life with his presence and joy. I don't know about you, but I want to be a person who does that to other people. And I want to do it to one of the Lord Jesus in my life. And I want God to use me by his spirit to work through me to do it. And to bring his hope and love and joy, his peace to this broken world. Can we pray? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, help us to be people and a church that welcomes and offers peace to those we encounter. Help us, Lord Jesus, to live in this peace, to be secure in it ourselves and to know that it's ours. Help us, Lord, when we find that we're not in that place, in a good place, that you will bring us as we open ourselves to you, as we deal with the issues that cause us not to be in peace before the cross, before the resurrection, 
before the work of your spirit that we might embody this peace in our hearts and lives. And send us, Lord, into this broken world that's full of hate and jealousy and disruption and disorder and all that breaks peace and be messengers of hope and joy to this world because you are and we are your servants in Jesus name Amen Thanks for joining us today As you head back into your week we want to encourage you to stay in his word stay in his love and stay strong in your faith Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.